You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I had an amazing conversation with Morgan Lander and S.J. Jones about Kitty Pig. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers. What's up? Yeah, feeling good on a Monday morning. That was a karate kick sound. Anyway, um, podcast a little different today. In this podcast, we talk about the entrepreneurial spirit, music, and of course, stocks. Mostly stocks. Not enough music. Anyway, here we go. So it's the Monday episode. I want to do it a little bit different. I started recording an episode this morning and I was like, you know what? All I ever talk about is Tesla. It's up, it's down, it's up, it's down. It's every single direction that you could ever imagine. Anyway... I was looking at the charts. It was like 6 a.m. and Tesla was already down about $40. Yeah, uh, I know. Typical. And I was like, you know what? I'm tired of talking about Tesla. So I made a post, basically said, somebody submit some stuff so I can talk about it today because I want to break the uh, break the cycle, the vicious cycle of the TSLA. So I got a lot of interesting thoughts, a, li- a lot of interesting ideas from people. Um, one that kept popping up that is a hot topic right now, huge topic, it's Bitcoin. Now, I know most of you, probably all of you, know what Bitcoin is or are in Bitcoin in some way. If you don't, it's a digital currency. Um, You know, I feel like I don't have to explain it, but I will because a lot of times I'm in conversations with people and they actually say, what is Bitcoin? Is that still a thing? Is that still around? Uh, Well, not only is it still around, but it is crushing it, cruising all-time highs. Um, a Bitcoin in September was around $8,000. Now it's somewhere between twenty-three dollars and $24,000, which is insane. If you had bought one then, think about where you'd be now. Anyway, you know, it's one of those things where you look back and say, you know, I, I should have, would have, could have, but it's how it goes. So... I have a few very vivid memories of Bitcoin, and I'm sure a lot of you share the same, but I remember my first time hearing about Bitcoin. This was years ago. It was probably 2010, um, and I was right at the moment being caught in the pot bubble. If you remember that, that's where everybody was doing like weed stocks. Everybody was buying weed stocks. They were a very hot thing, and if you watched uh, Bloomberg or CNBC, it was all the rage. All they were talking about were these weed stocks that were taking over the stock market. So this was my first jump into the the world of trading. I bought a bunch of it. Within hours, it doubled. I was like, this is pretty sick. Stock market rules. It's just going to keep going up. There's no way that it's going to come down and I'm going to be rich. But anyway, the story goes, I held it and in a couple days, it was negative, and then it was negative more, and then it was fractions of a penny, and I feel like I don't need to explain anymore. But that brings me to Bitcoin, because I was watching, I remember watching very closely these uh, OTC stocks that were fluctuating like crazy, moving up and down. That's where most weed stocks were back in the day. So I was paying attention, and I, and I remember very, very vividly, I'm in my basement making a dollhouse for my daughter, and 
an analyst is talking about Bitcoin. I'm like, what's Bitcoin? Talking about mining it on the internet and none of it made sense. Naturally, I was very fascinated by this. And I remember it being around $8. $8. Insane. The fact that I didn't buy some, I, uh, you know, I kicked myself often because I did a lot of research on it at that point. I'm like, what is Bitcoin? This is a very fascinating, interesting subject, this digital currency of the future that will never take off, that will never, ever replace the dollar. But um, yeah, the, see the figure eight is very important in this because I remember when, when Bitcoin was $8, when I should have bought about, you know, at least a hundred of them, but I didn't. I remember when Bitcoin hit $800, when I wished I bought a hundred of them because it would have been sick. When Bitcoin hit $8,000, I would, you know, just shake your head. And now it's at 24,000. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I always have these vivid moments of Bitcoin where I hear it hits these beautiful number eights, like in, the, in my basement when it was $8, $80, $80. I think I was in the studio and had Bloomberg on. And they said, Bitcoin just crossed $80. I said, no way. And I remember very vividly it hitting $800. I was in the van on tour somewhere and hearing that Bitcoin just crossed $800. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe it. And then taking a stop, step further, I remember when it hit uh, very vividly $8,000. And then of course, back to September, when we had a friend here who is big into crypt crypto, said you should definitely buy some bitcoin because it's at the eight thousand dollars right now and there's that eight again that eight and i was like no it's just gonna fall maybe it's gonna stay i don't know but now i'm not buying bitcoin because eight thousand dollars and then the next time that very same friend was here was like did you realize that bitcoin is now eight eighteen thousand dollars keep that eight going eighteen see it's it's crazy, but the eight is very important for me and my Bitcoin history, having never bought a single one. So when it drops back down to $8, that's my entry point. That's what I'm looking for to get in. So yeah, most likely never going to buy Bitcoin. Anyway, that's, that's, uh, yeah, that's, you can picture what my head is doing right now. I'm sure you're doing it as well. Anyway, I think we're going to talk a little music now because, you know, we don't do it enough and Bitcoin just got me all fired up and, and you know, I don't even want to get into Tesla right now. So let's talk about Warp Tour because someone mentioned, they, they wrote in a good friend of mine who I haven't seen in a long time said, Warp Tour 04, talk Warp Tour 04. And I say, Shug, of course, of course. What a great year. Warp Tour 04. We were on main stage. Early November was on main stage. It was in a, a magical. I don't even know how it happened, but I remember finding out and losing my mind. Um, it was a great tour. We shared a bus with Census Fail, which was also a lot of fun. And as I'm trying to think back at that time, I remember just being in awe of all these amazing bands. I mean, Alkaline Trio was on main stage, Motion City, uh, Bouncing Souls. I loved watching them every day. There was a lot of really really cool things to just absorb and 2004 the music scene was totally different i mean just the attendance alone was crazy that that year i remember we would do like a picture session after the end of the sets or some designated time but anyway it would take us like an hour and a half two hours to get through it 
just because of the amount of people that were there. And then when they saw a line, they were like, oh yeah, let's do that. It was so much of a community and everybody who went to the show was like, you know, in it. We were really in it for all of the bands. It was really cool, really cool to see the diversity. And as diverse as it was, it didn't matter. Like everybody loved almost everything that was there. It was really, really cool. I remember being young going to Warp Tour and just walking by every tent and being like, oh yeah, I love that. Oh yeah, I love that. No matter who it was, they could be like, you know, it could be less than Jake's tent right next to Melancholin, right next to like, like Trio. And you'd be like, oh yeah, I love that. I love that. I want something from there. And it was just such a cool vibe. I think we all cherish those times. I can remember very specifically, I think it was Denver Warp Tour was one of the last shows. And I remember my dad coming out to the show to visit someone in Denver and he came out and I don't know if he expected what the crowd was going to be like because he's only ever seen a Philly show at that point and was just, I think, taken, taken aback by the amount of people that were there watching us. And he decided from the back to crowd surf all the way up to the front. It was pretty amazing, actually. They surfed him around for a while, and it was a really cool experience because it's like one of those moments like, man, it's all coming together. It's just beautiful. And yeah, for that alone, I will always love Warp Tour. So I think that's that. I'm uh, not going to waste any more of your time. I'm going to say good luck in the markets today. Go out and get them. Get some Bitcoin or don't. Who knows what it's going to do. Get some Tesla or don't because you know how I feel about that. Anyway, have a great day, everybody. The markets and charts demand more. The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.